Welcome to episode one of The Coaching Quotient. Today's episode is about purpose and intention and networking. Hi, I'm Darby Allison, career coach and Kelly graduate career services. Hi, I'm Suzanne Fedor and I'm also a career coach in GCS. This week's episode of The Coaching Quotient is about purpose and intention. So you may be thinking, why should I care about purpose and intention? Mm-hmm. Well, glad you asked. I'm thinking we're going to tell you. I'm thinking it right now. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, tell me a little bit about why purpose and intention uh, was important to our Kelly students and alums, but also why it's important to you personally. It's better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because also the job you might land, first you might not land a job because you're, mm-hmm. you're competing with people that possibly are going to have purpose and intention when they're going out there and having to find why, why they're going for this. Yeah. But I think also, should you land that, I don't want to say, whoa, be it too, but you might end up in a job where had you not followed with your purpose and intention or started, mm-hmm. you could get something that doesn't match who you are as a person, your values, your environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then what happens there is like a year into the job, you reach out to our alumni career coach and you're like, I hate this. I'm miserable. Mm-hmm. This isn't serving my values. It isn't serving my purpose. Get me out of here. So if you start the, the networking search by asking yourself, what's not what do I want to be, but who do I want to be? You know, let's not define ourselves by the career. Let's define ourselves by w- how we want to show up and let that be the driving force to say, okay, I'm reaching out to XYZ company because I know that they value Um, character, empathy, and resourcefulness. And those are at the top three of my values list too. So what are the things that you asked yourself in order to know you were putting purpose and intent behind becoming a coach? Like were there questions that you said? I'm just saying. Yeah, no. Okay. So, <laughs> we're conversating. Get real here. Oh, we're getting no, hot in here. You just did the chicken wing. <laughs> but, well, I, I had to say, because I had a career transition, like what, I knew my purpose and intent in the first part of my career. Yes. But then as I started to shift, value started to shift, I, mm-hmm. I had to say, what are things that, that I like? Communication, mm-hmm. working one-on-one with individuals, helping people tell their story. Like, yeah. how, how do I... Um, put purpose and intent behind looking for a job that that gives me that. Yeah, um, no, and, I, and it was there's a lot of like self awareness and examination that happened. Yes, yeah, and so same thing, you know, for me when I when I moved here, um, I knew I knew what I wanted to be doing in the work, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't know where that fit. Um, and so I, ha- I had to do a lot of a lot of networking, a lot of soul searching, um, but I knew that I wanted to be involved in coaching and developing others, and creating content for professional and personal development. Mm-hmm. So those were two of the things that I had taken away that I found happiness in in my previous role. And so. I got my master's in human resources because I thought, hey, I'm going to be involved in, you know, making training decisions and and implementing programming. And um, as I started to network, I realized that that, 
I wasn't finding, how do I say, I wasn't finding those type of roles available to me. Um, that wasn't something that I was just going to jump into without having any, you know, tangible previous experience. And um, there was a, a moment there where I was like, okay, I've been searching for a while. And I just got to the point where I was like, I will take anything that comes my way. Just let me get my foot in the door. And I wasn't happy. I mean, I thought I just, I got to that point where I started to let the job define me. Like whatever I end up doing is going to be whatever it is. It's fine. I just need that job. And I totally lost sight of what was important to me. Um, and then it wasn't, you know, until I kept ramping up my networking that I was able to um, really connect with um, people who shared similar values. Um, but also, I want to say, I went into that networking not saying like, okay, I'm going to talk to this person and they're going to give me a job. I had to put that mindset completely off to the side. I went into those networking conversations and informational interviews and lunches as I'm going to learn as much as I can about this person, what they do, why they love it, see if it aligns with what I love, and then I'll go from there. So I didn't have a, okay, I'm going to have four conversations with this person and then they're going to refer me to a job. It, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't about that. but. I think that that authenticity of just saying like, hey, I'm here to learn, it, um, it motivated people to want to help me and it got me to where I am. Yeah, it took about four months, but I'm here and I'm happy. There are things that um, I want to give you a hug, uh, <laughs> but there's a table right oh, here. Air hug. Yeah. Um, there are things that you've said, a few things that, that really strike me that, number one, it's cyclical that there's this idea of purpose and intent. It's a beginning point, and then the then the next thing you said is, and then I started to have conversations, and then I went back to examining what I wanted, and then I started mm -hmm. to have conversations, and I realized that you there's this feeling of okay, I'm going to know what I want, and then I'm ready to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And really, it seems like it's this um, this travel back and forth between the two that you have mm -hmm. to begin with having self-awareness, really asking what's important to you in terms of values, mm -hmm. um, income, uh, geography, yeah. um, mm -hmm. work environment, but then pair that with constantly having conversations, that it's a, almost a circular thing. Um, and another thing that struck me is, is the idea of being a journalist when you're having a conversation. Give over to oh. information yeah. gathering mm -hmm. and trusting that those conversations can inform how you're feeling about, okay, is, is this an environment I'd want to be in? Are these people I want to work with? Well, and, and what you've said brings up something for me. Um, you talk about downtime. Mm -hmm. And there is a lot of downtime in networking because it's waiting for someone to get back to you. It's trying to align like your schedule to their schedule. Like where does it fit? Um, but that's where having purpose and intention is so important because what I see happening is, you know, people will reach out to um, a connection. Be like, yeah, I'm going to talk to this person. They're at my dream company. Cool. A few weeks go by. They haven't heard anything back. And so my first question is, okay, when did you follow up with them? 
oh, well, I haven't done that yet. Why not? Like, oh, well, I didn't want to bother them. So in the meantime, I just started, you know, randomly applying to, like, positions that were posted. Hmm. Okay, so my issue with that is how is that serving your purpose and intention? Is your purpose to just get a random job? Um, is your intention to work wherever someone will take you? Okay, fine, technically, yeah, if you just want to apply blindly to places, yeah, that'll get you the job that will pay you, maybe. Um, but if, if you have purpose and intention, you have a plan because you can ask yourself, okay, how does applying to these random positions, some of which I've never heard of, align with the plan that I have for myself? And in that downtime, how can I serve my purpose? So it's okay, yeah, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for this person, but while I'm waiting, I'm gonna reach out to some other people too because my intention is to find a job, a career, an opportunity that serves and fulfills me. So don't wait for that one person, right? So we're, I, yes, mm -hmm. yeah, because um, everyone in life is going to have their own purpose and intention. Their purpose and intention yeah. might be to be meeting with someone else or mm -hmm. um, they might not even be focused on what you want. Mm -hmm. um, you're in the four months where you're kind of going through that painful time. Mm. And I'm really interested in examining that moment when you've been really great on your action list. I've reached out to three mm -hmm. people. I've had good conversations. Maybe it's too early to follow up. Or maybe you've sent them something. You followed up and mm -hmm. it's crickets. Mm. So, literally everywhere, <laughs> <Chris. Yeah. laughs> then you call the exterminator <laughs> because, no, I digress. So, what, what internally does that look like? What are things you, that you do mm -hmm. in that moment to bring you back to your purpose and intention or to remind you? Yeah, well, I can tell you what I did mm -hmm. and um, please um, do what I say and not what I do because I felt sorry for myself. Right, I was like, okay, I'm having these great conversations, I'm, you know, and and yeah, it's so easy for me to sit here and say, like, it takes time, be patient. I was not patient. I can tell you, like, looking back, I was driving my husband crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I was driving my car past people. <laughs> I was just like, I had my I binoculars. Like, I was talking. <laughs> Zach, we need to cut. We need to cut. <laughs> yeah. No, there's someone listening that's like, I saw her. Right, right. Yeah. I knew you months before I worked yeah. here. It was creepy. You were coming up. No, so, so you were so, driving, talking about it, probably. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but an interesting dynamic between, you know, um, shoot, like, I don't want to say being a victim, but um, having that victim mentality and thinking that like I'm owed something, mm -hmm. right? I felt like, oh my gosh, I've been reaching out to people, I've been scheduling lunches, I've been scheduling conversations. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like come on, someone give me a break. But then I, I had to really like get hard with myself and say, okay, Darby, like, have you been doing everything? that you can be doing? And the answer was no, it wasn't. And so, yeah, I sat in some self-loathing for a little bit and felt really sorry for myself. And um, But once I got out of that, it was, okay, let's regroup, let's do this. 
And honestly, as I'm saying this out loud, I have no idea if that answered your question. It did answer. And here's the thing. Mm -hmm. in, in GCS, we talk about this a lot, and it's you can't build advocacy from one conversation, right? And so the, the purpose of networking at its like if we took a meta view, is to build advocacy. So it's not about finding a job. It's not about finding someone to pass your resume along. Yeah, those are things that may happen along the way, but you, you are networking with the intention of creating a reciprocal relationship, which is equal parts, give and take, and it's about building connections. And that's how we find purpose and intention, kind of in a nutshell, is doing some some self-reflection. So think about, you know, what makes you happy? What gets you out of bed in the morning? What are you passionate about? Um, and we don't all find, you know, I go to work every day and I'm just like gung-ho, so passionate about this. But if we find something that aligns with our values and what we want for ourselves, we are going to be fulfilled. Taking control of your life and living it with purpose and intention, not just in networking, but in life is important to you. Go see your coach.